0: The Successful Servant Leader podcast is all about the pioneer woman on her unique journey of becoming and being who God has called her to be. The divine connection between the wealth mindset and success in every area of our lives can no longer be denied. Successful Servant Leader teaches us how to increase our confidence and strategically and effectively serve while in the pursuit of success in our lives, our faith, and our businesses. I'm your host, Victoria Grace, and welcome to the show. Hello, SSL family. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of this movement. Y'all already know I am so glad that you're here. Go ahead and give yourself a huge pat on the back for intentionally choosing to be a part of this conversation that will surely help all of us level up spiritually, personally, and professionally. Now, if you're new here, welcome, go ahead and make sure that you hit that subscribe button on whatever app you are listening on. You'll get a fresh episode on either the wealthy place, healthy behavior change, and current topics related to the modern day servant leader and the modern day pioneer woman every single week. I have to say it. Happy new week, you guys. Happy, happy new week. I pray that your last week was off the chain. And if it wasn't, Let's do what we can together to make sure that this week is. We don't have a BT this morning. For those of you that are new, BT stands for biblical truth. We don't have a BT today. However, This whole episode is pretty much a BT, so don't worry. You still are going to have to stand firmly on everything spoken today, and you have to believe that you have the power and the authority through Christ to mentally and physically align yourself with God's truth regularly and consistently and not... Just on occasion, let's say it again for the people in the back, not just on occasion. Believe that you have the power and the authority through Christ to mentally and physically align yourself with God's truth regularly and consistently. Really quickly here, I have to spill this tea. If you haven't already, make sure that you join our Dare to Pursue community. You can physically join our free community and get access to biblical truths on a regular basis by clicking that link in the show notes or visiting network.successfulservantleader.com. Or you can join the Dare to Pursue community by just putting your email in, right? When you click that link in the show notes, which is my direct website link, victoriagrace.info slash social, it will take you directly to a page where you'll see a few links and then you'll be able to just put your email in and you'll be on the list either way. You need to make sure that you are a part of this community because the tea is getting hotter as the day and the weeks go on, okay? As 2023 keeps going, I mean, January is not even finished yet and the tea is just getting hotter and hotter and hotter. So you want to make sure that you are connected. The next little bit of piping hot tea that I have to share with you guys is are you subscribed to my YouTube channel? Are you subscribed to the YouTube channel? Because let me tell you, God has been doing a thing. I have been going live over there for the last few weeks, and you need to go over there, check it out, and get caught up. If you remember from our first few episodes of the year, I told you guys God said a thing. And since He said a thing, I've just been doing a thing, okay? And what He said specifically was that He wanted to show His sons and His daughters His glory this year, He wants to show His children his glory this year and to be able to experience that and operate in it we've got to do our part and so he has given me that assignment to go live and share with you guys what it means and what it looks like to experience glory where we can find it in the bible and all of those good things so that's what i've been talking about for the last few weeks all you have to do is to make sure that you stay connected by going to that link in the show notes and subscribing to my YouTube channel. Also, when you join our Dare to Pursue community and or you're on the email list, you will get reminders every single time I go live. God is calling each and every one of us to pursue in this season. And I hope that you understand by him saying, show me your glory. He's giving you an invitation to pursue and so I just want you guys to remember that the pursuit is always free literally it's always free you just have to make the choice to actually do it and God is giving you that invitation this year and something that I got on this morning as well as a while ago too not only is there an urgency behind this message of show me your glory and he wants you to pursue but This is also kind of a warning that you think you have a lot of time when really you don't. So I just really want to share that with you guys and get that point across to you. So as you guys can see, today's topic or title of today's episode is the Lord's Prayer. And it's very simple and very straight to the point. This is why we won't have a BT today, but rather our BT will be pretty much this entire episode. I believe that the important thing that we are to remember on today is that if we want to experience God's glory, if we want to operate in his glory. Right. Because he said, show me your glory. That's the word for this year. We have to understand the importance and the pattern of how God prays and how he wants us to pray. As I've been studying and just kind of going deeper into where God is leading me to go deeper into, especially this topic of glory, what I've come to understand is that God has a very specific pattern of prayer. And if we don't understand that very specific pattern of prayer, then we won't really be able to see that glory come to pass in the way that He wants us to see it come to pass. And I say that because There is divine systems and protocols for everything. That's something else that I've been learning. There are divine systems and protocols for everything. And because there are protocol and systems and order to everything, we've got to understand that we can't just go in doing things how we want to do it. Now, of course, I've said many times on this podcast, like one thing that I did to really help me in my prayer life, or something that I've been doing, or something that I came up with, or something God showed me to help me to pray more, right? Or to feel as though I was getting deeper in prayer. And of course I've shared that with you guys, but God is saying on today, let me tell (laughs) y'all. God is saying on today, He wants us to get off the bosom. He no longer wants us drinking milk. Like He wants us to get off the breast milk. It's time for us to move past the purees, okay? It's time for us to move past the baby mush. He's ready for us to eat meat. He's ready for us to put that meat in our mouth, chew it up, swallow it, and start the digestion process. He's tired of us, and I'm just saying this from what I feel I'm getting. He's tired of us being babies in the spirit. He's ready for us to grow up. And so when I asked him, okay, God, how are we growing up, right? He said, of course, one way to grow up is to actually start to experience and be aware of his glory going on around us on a regular basis, but also understand his pattern of prayer. So I pray that this makes sense to you guys. And we are going to go ahead and hop right in today's BT slash not bt right today's bt is all about matthew chapter 6 verses 5 through 18 now the prayer itself the lord's prayer is only matthew chapter 6 verses 9 through 13 but we're gonna go ahead and read verses 5 through 18 because i think all of it is important especially because of where i know god is about to take us on this journey of experiencing and operating in his glory. So you guys know I love reading from the New Living Translation and it gives me a title at the top. It says teaching about prayer and fasting. And of course, all of the words being spoken here are in red because it was Jesus talking. We're going to go ahead and start at verse five. It says, When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth that it is all the reward that they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself. Shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private. Then your father who sees everything will reward you when you pray. Don't babble on and on as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them, for your father knows exactly what you need even before you ask him. Pray like this. This is verse 9. Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sins. And when you fast, don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do, for they try to look miserable and disheveled so people will admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth, that is the only reward they will ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair, and wash your face, then no one will notice that you are fasting except your father, who knows what you do in private. And your father who sees everything will reward you. So, Again, that was Matthew chapter six, verses five through 18. And the Lord's prayer is specifically Matthew chapter six, verses nine through 13. And I want to go back to the prayer really quickly. Now, like I said, I was reading from the New Living Translation. However, there are some words that I've been learning here recently that I definitely want to make sure that I point out and that I make sure that you understand as well. If we go to the King James Version, the prayer reads as follows. It still starts at verse 9. After this manner, therefore pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now, this is what I learned in school. And what I never understood was this word in verse 10, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. So this is verse 10. And again, if you read the New Living Translation, it says thy will be done On earth as it is in heaven. And the King James Version says, Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Now, the reason that I'm putting an emphasis on these two words is because God wants us to know and understand that this is very important. That when we pray, we pray it correctly. Okay. And we understand that He is not on earth, He is rather in the earth. And if we look at ourselves as the earth, as the people who dwell here, he is not on us. He is in us. You guys already know, I pulled up the definitions. So let's go over it really quickly. The definition of on, and this is just the Google definition. As a preposition, it means to physically be in contact with or supported by a surface. It means forming a distinctive or marked part of that particular surface or something. And then as an adverb, it says physically in contact with and supported by a surface. And then it says indicating continuation of a movement or action. Now let's look at this definition of in. Now in is a preposition, an adverb, an adjective, and a noun. Okay. So already in has a lot more going on than on does. Okay. So as a preposition, In says expressing the situation of something that is or appears to be enclosed or surrounded by something else. It says as an adverb expressing movement with the result that someone or something becomes enclosed or surrounded by something else. It also says as an adverb expressing the situation of being enclosed or surrounded by something as an adjective. We don't really need that. But as a noun, it says a position of influence with someone powerful or famous. We know that a noun is a person, place, thing, or idea. Okay. Who is God? God is someone with a position of power within our lives, not on our lives, but within our lives. So I really wanted to go over that really quickly because as I was doing my own studies, this was something that came up to me, how the translations are a little bit different. And it's very important that we understand in earth, not on earth. Okay. So really quickly, I'm just going to read it as it was taught to me. Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Now there's that. I'm going to go ahead and go back to the New Living Translation. One reason I do this, you guys, is because it makes it easier to read. So for those of you just starting out, and I am i mean, I'm not just starting out, but still... It makes it easier to read for me. So I want you to know that this is available to you, but also understand that translations have changed. Words have changed. Remember in one of our episodes, we talked about a very specific scripture that is not even in other translations of the Bible, but it's only in the King James Version. Just just keep that in mind as you guys do your own studies. Right. Just keep that in mind. And if you ever have any question or if you're like, you know what? That ain't sounding right. Compare your translations, okay? But again, I'm back at the New Living Translation and the way that they have it written out, it is not in a paragraph. It is separated from everything else. So it's easier to read. Now, I wanna start at the top. This is how he wants us to pray all the time. This is how he wants us to be able to experience his glory, okay? The first part in verse nine, it says, pray like this. Our father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So first things first, he wants us to come to him as his children. What did he say when I told you guys about show me your glory? He said, my children have yet to experience or operate in my glory. He specifically said my children. He wants you to know and understand that he is your father. He is your father and you can count on him. You can lean on him. Okay, it says our father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So first things first, we're giving his name, all the all the glory, all the honor and all the praise. We're saying his name is holy. May his name be kept holy. On to verse 10. This is where it's really important, right? Because life and death is in the power of the tongue. And if we never understand that, how will we able how will we be able to ever see or understand God's glory? Right. You've got to speak those things that be not as though they were. You've got to understand that everything that you think in that mind of yours does not need to be spoken out of your mouth unless it is in alignment with the word of God concerning your life, your situation, your children, all the things. Because as soon as you speak out of your mouth what aligns with the little foxes that want to burn up your vineyards that aligns with the low level demons that you don't even rank with on the same level as you. Then you are now speaking that into your life and into your atmosphere, because verse 10 says, may your kingdom come and may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, if it says right here, may your kingdom come and may your will be done. I'm sorry. I said on, I meant to say in, of course, may your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. If, His kingdom is coming and we've already said it right in our prayer. And then we're saying, may your will also be done in the earth, just as it is in heaven. Why would we allow ourselves to speak anything other than that? If God already said that you're going to pass that class, why would you ever be talking to anybody else in doubt? If God already said you're going to get a, a spot on that show as a guest speaker, why would you speak to your friends in doubt anything else? This goes back to another thing. Make sure the people that you have around you are solid in the spirit. Make sure you have a solid inner circle. Make sure that the people that you are speaking with are not going to entertain you, right? When you're going through your cycles of chaos concerning what God said. If y'all can see my face, then you can see my face, but I'm telling you, you don't want to have somebody around you who is not connected with God, who is not filled with the Holy Spirit. And then you come to them and you're in your flesh and you're crying and you're sad or you're upset or whatever. And they're on the phone entertaining you within that cycle of chaos, entertaining you within your mess. You want to have an inner circle that is tight and filled with the Holy Spirit so that when you do come to them and you're in your flesh and you've forgotten what God says, they will remind you what God says. I could not express that enough, how important that is, and how many times that has saved me in my marriage, that saved me in my business. I'm trying to tell y'all, be careful who you are going to and venting to because they will just they just might come into alignment with. You contradicted what the word of God said concerning your life and your situation. So that was verse 10 on to verse 11. It says, give us today the food we need. God is saying right here, as you pray, he wants you to say to him. Remember last week I was like, Moses has the guts to tell God to show him his glory, right? He's saying right here in this prayer, this is a whole different passage. This is in the New Testament. We've been in the Old Testament for quite some time. You know, Moses is in the Old Testament. This is the New Testament where Matthew himself, one who was in very close contact with Jesus, says, give us today the food we need or give us this day our daily bread. Right. We can go to God and say, God, give me the I trust you that you're going to feed me today. I don't care how much money I got in a bank account or how much money I don't have in a bank. I trust you that you're going to feed me today, period. I trust that not only are you going to feed me with bread, because remember, the word says that we do not live off of bread alone, but by the word of God, that when I read your word, I'm going to get everything that I need to be full in the spirit. So that's verse 11, verse 12, and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Y'all already know forgiveness has to be a part of it. I talk about it all the time. You should be okay with forgiveness. You cannot walk around with unforgiveness on your heart because number one, you most definitely will not experience God's glory. It is something that hinders us. It's something that hardens our heart. Unforgiveness must go, it must flee. And it says us right here in verse 12, and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who have sinned against us. If We don't forgive others. How can we expect God to forgive us? Period. And that goes back to, are you holding yourself accountable? And do you think that you're always right about things? Right? Last but certainly not least, verse 13. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. Right? And it says in the other version, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Do not allow us, God, to yield to temptation. Do you guys understand that the word yield means to surrender or give up? Oh, that's good. That just came to me. The word yield means to surrender or to give up. So if verse 13 says, don't let us yield to temptation, how often are you losing the fight Against Temptation. How often are you falling victim to the tricks and the schemes of the enemy and now you've succumbed to your temptation? You've succumbed to sin. The prayer right here tells us that we can literally say to God and because we can bind what we need to bind here on earth and we can loose what we need to loose on earth, then we have the power and the authority To tell sin and temptation where they need to go so that we do not fall victim to it. We have the power and authority to pretty much rule and reign over sin and temptation. Like we should not be falling victim to it as much as we do. And so I believe it was either the last episode or the episode before that I said this one assignment that we are doing right now. If you haven't watched those YouTube videos, make sure that you go back and watch those YouTube videos. But the one assignment that we're doing right now is making sure that when we wake up in the morning, we say, Lord, show me your glory. Lord, show me your glory. Lord, show me your glory. You could just say it one time or you can say it 10 times. I don't care, but you need to say it every single day. When you wake up and take that first breath as a conscious person, you should say, Lord, thank you for waking me up. Show me your glory. Now. If you haven't been doing that, then you need to start doing it. And I want you to continue to do that. But now I also want you to pray this prayer once every day. You can do it more than once. Of course, you can do it a million times if you want to, but at least one time per day. Again, this is Matthew chapter six, verses nine through 13. You can read any version of the Bible that you want to, but I would definitely say at least go and check out the King James version so that you get the wording correctly. And then I do really like and trust the New Living Translation because it also makes it plain and simple. There is no like ye's and thighs and all of that. You'll really understand. It's all in plain English right here in the New Living Translation. So this is our next assignment, guys. First things first you wake up in the morning and you say, God, thank you for showing me your glory. Or thank you for waking me up this morning, God, show me your glory. However you want to do it. As long as you say, show me your glory. That's all I care about. And then secondly, open up your Bible. Or if you know it by heart already, you just pray the Lord's prayer. These are our assignments right now, and I promise you, God is going to continue to give us more and more. But if you are consistent in this, I promise you, he's going to start to give you your own revelation and your own understanding. And I don't know when he's going to start to show you his glory. But I promise you, if you get started on this, if you're just doing the small things, these are little things right now, you guys. Remember, like I said, God wants us to grow up. He wants us to move from drinking milk on the bosom. He wants us to start to be able to eat meat. He wants us to, to, for real get engaged with the digestion process. He wants us to be able to digest his word. This is little guys just waking up saying, Lord, please show me your glory and saying this prayer. The prayer is only one, two, three, four, five, six verses. And it's so short. I really thought it was much longer than this, but it's actually so short. There's really no excuse at all. Okay. So I need you guys to do that. That's what I have for you today. There may be a part two to this. I'm not sure yet, but share this episode with the last five people you texted. Make sure that you are subscribed to the YouTube channel and you are ready for our 11 a.m. YouTube lives. Okay. Every Wednesday, as well as don't forget the prayer call is on Wednesday as well. Set your alarm. Get the access information. You get the access information right inside of our Dare to Pursue community, which again is free. Everything that you need is at the link in bio or link in the description box, link in the show notes. You guys, we're on so many different platforms, okay? Forgive me, but I pray this was good for you. I pray this was good for you and I pray that you're listening and taking heed to the voice of the Lord. Like not for me talking, but God talking. Right. I know that he's talking to you as you listen to things like this. If you listen to the YouTube channel, if you I don't know, I know he's talking to you, period, because I know that you are modern pioneer woman, real MVP and successful servant leader. I know he's talking to you. And so it's really going to be up to you to do your part get started on your work today. If you are listening to this in the afternoon or at night, make sure that you say this prayer before you go to bed, get started one way or another. And if you miss a day, if you mess up, you wake up, you forget, say it when you remember it's only five verses. Okay. I love you guys so much. And I will see you in the next episode of the successful servant leader podcast.